Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, from points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion Disneyland Edition for the week of September 15, 2011. I'm your host this week, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by my fellow Disneyland correspondents Wayne Toygo, Nancy Johnson, and Tony Spatel. In this week's show, we'll preview Halloween time at the Disneyland Resort, and Tony will have a dining review of award wieners. All that plus this week's news and roundtable rapid fire on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone. Hey. Greetings. Hello. How was everyone's couple weeks? Hectic. <laughs> school started. Oh yeah, exactly. Yes, school did yeah. start. So. And it was hot. Yeah, it was crazy. very hot. It's still. But hot. it was great. This weekend was nice. It rained here, so it's really muggy. It's I really do want to stop stop for a second and say a big thank you to everybody who was really supportive when we had to put down our dog this week. Thank you for all the kind messages and everything and. I just appreciated it. Awesome. Nothing like a dog death to really yeah. down the mood of a show, yeah, huh? Hey, thanks see for, you next week. <laughs> okay, let's brighten it up. Happy birthday, happy birthday, and happy birthday to the three of you. Thank you. Yeah, happy unbirthday to you, Mr. Thank Tom. you, thank you, thank you. Also want to mention our intro this week was Doug. He is Soul Fan 68 on the boards. If you want to get your intro on the podcast, send that to dlpodcast at wdwinfo.com. We are running out, so send them, send them right away. Mm-hmm. And you can be famous, too, just like us. Famous? I don't know if we're famous. <laughs> Does anybody yeah, have Yeah, we're more like, you know, Z-level celebrities. There you go. <laughs> Two, three steps below Kathy Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> anybody have any... No comment. Anybody have any housekeeping? No, I, I have a. I have oh yeah, a, I have a quick one. We had talked about candlelight procession, speculating the date on on our Facebook show, and there's a website out there that is confirming what it normally is, and that's the first weekend of December. There was a, pri- a prize that was auctioned off at the D23 Expo, and it listed the date, so that's kind of a confirmation there that it's going to be December 3rd and 4th, as always. And we'll have want- to. Announce the guest speaker when we hear. Yeah, that'll be way later on. Yep. And I wanted to thank the Indiana Diz Meet for raising. Oh wow! Yes. Two hundred forty something something uh, for the uh, Tinkerbell Half Marathon. So it's going forward. Which and I'm up to ten miles. So I'm only three point one away. So I'm doing my part. We need the cash. You are rocking that pavement. And what's that website, Tony? tinyurl.com slash disrunner, and you can make a donation there for Give Kids the World. I'd really appreciate it, and I'm sure they would too. So keep it and up. And also, we are going to try and plan to have a Diz meet to cheer Tony on at that event, so stay tuned for further details. Ooh, okay, I have a housekeeping. Speaking of Diz meets, the Texas groups, um, or the Texas Dizzers, are planning a meet on October 1st, and we have donated an auction item for their silent auction. Uh-oh. So any of you out there that listen to the show that are planning on going to the Texas Diz Meet, check out the uh, Give Kids the World um, Power of 10 Meets um, sub-forum on the podcast page, www. Oh, crap. It's on disports.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad when you have a day where you forget the the website. <laughs> okay, so anyway, check that out. But um, we, as a team, have donated an auction item that, if you win, you can come on the show with us, do our intro, and be our live peanut gallery. And that'll be at a show to be arranged or determined by with the winner. And we really, really look forward to see what kind of bid we can get. Starting bid is $100. And uh, let's take it up from there. Wow. You think we'll get $100 to hang out oh, with us? Oh, yeah. I think we're going to have to pay somebody to hang out with us. I know. <laughs> I'm just I, I mean, okay, I love myself. And I have a pretty big ego. I don't think I'd pay myself 100 bucks to hang out with myself. I'm just saying. But hopefully other people 
like a You know, we don't have a... I mean, the only live peanut gallery we have is your beautiful wife sitting on the sofa and my brand new puppy, Paris, sitting on my sofa. But, you know, this is a chance to really actually get in there and Skype with us. So that's kind of fun. Awesome. Any other housekeeping? I have just one very quick one here. On last week's... On uh, last time's uh, Facebook to Facebook show, we had several questions about the hotels around the Disneyland Resort. And I kept mentioning the Disneyland Hotel and the Disney Grand Californian Hotel and kept leaving out the Paradise Pier Hotel. That was accidental and not intentional. Um, Paradise Pier is definitely a nice place to visit. The one thing that you just have to be cautious about, especially where families are concerned, is there is not good transportation from either of the parks over to Paradise Pier. You have to walk it, and it's definitely one of the farthest distances to walk. Yeah, it's so. A weird walk too. Yeah, it is. You you really have to take a strange um, strange route. And since a lot of the questions had to do with family preferences, I kind of left that one out. But consider it. Uh, it's got a great view. If you get a park view, it's got a great view of uh, Disney California Adventure. Yeah, and world that you can watch World of Color from your window from the backside. But it still is actually pretty cool. Exactly. And it's got a great water slide. It's the longest water slide on property. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, let's head over to Wayne with the news. Thank you, Tom. Uh, last weekend, the Disneyland Resort hosted the Disneyland Half Marathon. The weekend started with the Star Tours 5K race and the Disneyland Kids races. The Half Marathon, marathon itself was on Sunday, and there were more than 14,000 racers. From all reports, it was, again, a very successful and fun event. For those of you that are unfamiliar with the event, the half marathon is, it's a running race. It's a running race around the Disneyland Resort and the Anaheim area. The race itself is a little over 13 miles in length. Many of the racers dress in Disney costumes, including Mickey and Minnie and Tinkerbell, (laughs) many of the Disney princesses and other Disney characters. The race began just before dawn, and it started adjacent to the Disneyland Hotel. There were fireworks that signaled the start of the event. The course went around the outside of the Disneyland Resort area and then into Disney California Adventure. From there, the races headed over to Disneyland and through the park, including going racing through Sleeping Beauty Castle. The course then continued through Disneyland and out the back of the park and onto the streets of Anaheim. There was entertainment and characters all over the course, which is fun not only for the race viewers, but also for the racers. The racers headed to Angel Stadium with a run around the baseball field and then back to the Disneyland Resort with the finish again next to the Disneyland Hotel. The men's race winner was Umberto Rojas with a winning time of one hour and eight minutes, and I find that just phenomenal. You gonna be able to beat that, Tony? Um, one hour and eight. I can. I can probably get you know a mile in in one hour. <laughs> and eight, but not thirteen point one. Yeah, no way. The women's winner was Rachel Booth with a very respectable time of one hour eighteen minutes. Celebrity Drew Carey participated in the Disneyland Half Marathon, along with Captain Ivan Castro, who lost his sight while serving with the military forces in Iraq. Both Carey and Castro had many fans cheering them along the course. Many of the racers are running for the fun, the sport, and the accomplishment of participating. Racers who complete both the Disney World Half Marathon and the Disneyland Half Marathon were also awarded the special Coast to Coast Medal. The medals for this thing looks—they just look gorgeous. They—they they really are nice. Dave Carpet did a blog on it. If anybody wants to see it on on uh, Do you, do you have to do both coasts in the same year, or can you yes. just like? Oh man, okay. Yes, sure, it's can... within the same year. Except okay. the nice thing about the Tinkerbell that you're doing means that you can wipe that one out early on this coast and then head over to Florida for any one of the ones for, throughout the rest of the year. So that would mean so or... it's no big deal, yeah. 
I can just drop a couple grand just to go run a race. Dude, if the race is expensive enough, I'm just saying. I want the medal. Maybe if there's some way I can go on eBay and buy it and then just run next time I go over to Disney World by myself. You don't want that. You want the thrill of participating. Well, I could just do it by myself. In those long, boring stretches in, in the Florida parks where you have to run on the roads between the parks. And there's nothing yeah, but at to Disney look at. World, that's exciting. No, it isn't. There's nothing to look at except green grass. And yeah, but you're nice in Disney World versus the business park in Disneyland area. No, I'd rather run in the... You pay... Okay, here's the other... Nancy, here's our new thing. You pay for me, I'll run one out there. How's that? Ooh, that might be tempting. Okay. Maybe the hey. princess. If you're doing the Tinkerbell, maybe you got to run the princess half. You pay. You get my flight out there, hotel. I'll do it. Hey, hey, I'll pay for you to run the race, not the flight in the hotel, but I'll pay for oh, you to run I the can race. afford the race, <laughs> the flight in the hotel that I'm trying Let's to Let's see, get. if I use my DVC points, no, we have to use those for the cruise. Okay, never mind. It's worth a shot. I just tried. <laughs> the Disneyland Half Marathon event is sponsored by Run Disney, which organizes several race events throughout the year, including the upcoming Tinkerbell Half Marathon, which our own Tony Spadell is participating in. Remind us again when the Tinkerbell Half is. Oh, that's good. You remind me because I'm the one going, and I can't remember the last week in January, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, someone help me January out. January 29th. 29th. You think I'd know? But to me, it's January. I'm just worried about my mileage. Once I get up to 13, then I'll start paying more attention to the date. In my second story, we've been reporting the continuing construction over at Disney California Adventure, and now the Buena Vista Street conversion has begun again in full force. The Greetings from California Souvenir Store has now permanently closed, but the biggest change for guests is the new route that is taken at the entrance plaza. Immediately after exiting the turnstiles, guests are now going to be directed to the right to a new pathway which leads past the back side of the Soren attraction. Some basic landscaping has, be, has been done in this area, and there are some souvenir carts and also a temporary guest services booth along the new entrance pathway. You finally enter the park between the far end of Soren and the entrance to the Grizzly Peak Recreation Area. The first restroom you come to is going to be located just to the left and across from Soren. I'm not sure, but I don't think there is a locker area available for California Adventure except for the small locker area outside the Grizzly River Run attraction. The old locker area was in the old entrance plaza, and that's now no longer available. In the old Sunshine Plaza area, there is now a narrow corridor which connects the Condor Flats area with the Hollywood Pictures backlot area, and that goes right past the new Carthay Circle Theater. It's surrounded by the construction walls that have become so familiar in the Cal in California Adventure. This area, however, is brand new, and you'll be walking through what was once the Sunshine Plaza hub. It's going to be really confusing as we continue to use some of the old names and the new names, but as soon as they become more adopted, we'll transition to the newer names. But right now, they're still labeling a lot of these areas with the older names until the conversion is completed. Also, you can go from the Sunshine Plaza area directly back to the Paradise Pier area and past the Grizzly Peak Waterfalls via a new construction wall corridor. This would be the way to get to the Blue Sky Cellar and Wine Country Tutoria rather than going all the way around from right or left. It's like a little rat maze, isn't it, Wayne? It really is, and it's becoming more and more confusing to figure out what is the what is the best way to get to things. We're just going to have to deal with this for, what now, less than a year. Yeah. At least uh, there's a lot of progress now, and you can actually see the brand-new cupola that goes on top of the Carthay Circle Theater. So that's pretty cool. So more big changes as the billion-dollar DCA retrofit continues. And lastly, it seems that we will be seeing a lot more of Duffy the Disney Bear. Boo. <laughs> the popular bear from the Tokyo Disney Resort will be making his Halloween appearances 
at both the Disneyland Resort and at Walt Disney World. The Disney Design Group has released several new Duffy Bear costumes Starting at the end of this week over at Disney California Adventure, Duffy's meet and greet area will be turned into Duffy's Pumpkin Patch. <laughs> Duffy will also make appearances at the Halloween events in Disneyland Park starting this month. And also starting this week at Walt Disney World, Duffy will be at Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party next to City Hall. And at Epcot, Duffy's meet and greet area near the Mexico Pavilion will be decorated with fall decor starting in October. The Duffy plush character also has a number of new costumes for the season, including a Sorcerer Duffy outfit, which looks exactly like Sorcerer Mickey. It's, it, that one is very cute. A no. Duffy aviator costume, which is supposed to be a tribute Love to that. the Condor Flats area of California Adventure. An Alani-themed Hawaiian outfit, which is available only at the Alani Resort. And a chef's outfit for the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. Looks like Duffy the Disney Bear will be with us for a while. Okay, do they have Mickey versions of these things, too? I hope I hope we're not yes. starting. Okay, because to me it's so blatantly obvious. Like, what can we – let's put Duffy everywhere. Everywhere. Duff- they had all those when they had the infamous pal Mickeys, which I own two of. Yeah, but it's Mickey, the thing that started it all. Duffy is like, like – I just upon us. I we just don't see-, see crossover characters in anything else. You don't see Pooh dressed as Mickey. You don't see Captain exactly. Hook dressed as – Other than at Halloween, sometimes they'll do that at Halloween. You know, I just wish they would have step, started with the original Disney Bear, kept with the original Disney Bear story that he was made for Mickey by Minnie and blah, 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 and his name was not Duffy back then. But those, like, all got clearanced out, and they discontinued it, and then voila, okay, Duffy Bear. Just, just to let remind, this is Disney. They have the greatest characters in, like, the history of mankind. Why are we creating a new character? That nobody likes. It's Duffy. very popular in Tokyo. That's that's all I can say. I just, well, they've been selling like hotcakes here in uh, here in the states too. I guess I'm old. I don't know. When I see Duffy, I just imagine a boardroom and a bunch of people around and a focus group. What could we do? Like that's what I think when I see Duffy. I don't use the characters that are beloved and yeah. Uh, I just I just I'm very thumbs down on the Duffy. Well. I gotta admit the uh, the new Duffy in the pumpkin in the little pumpkin outfit is super cute. However, have you guys seen the picture of his meet and greet pumpkin costume for the Halloween party? Yes. <laughs> his pumpkin yes. so needs to be stuffed. <laughs> you know when little kids wear that costume, we're gonna it's let all that like comment go. And fat and puffy. His pumpkin needs to be stuffed. Okay. But yeah, his pumpkin needs to be stuffed, man. It looks like he's wearing this like sad pumpkin sweater, like you know somebody's grandma would wear. Jeez, oh, she's insulting Duffy and grandmas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, yep. my mother would have worn a pumpkin sweater like that. God rest her soul. <laughs> You know, my kid loves going to build a, build a bear and building those bears and dressing those bears, but has no interest in Duffy. And I'm not sure what the difference is. And my son thinks Duffy's cute, but never has never want. Hey, do you want me to get you one? No, I'd rather have Mickey, or I'd rather have Goofy, or I'd rather have Donald. I got given a, a Duffy before Christmas last year, and the girls are constantly stealing and fighting it. Who's going to sleep with it? Yeah, but and it's, it's a, not it's, like you can get two because they're both Duffy. I know. Go figure. Anyway, we've duffed we've duffed this to death. <laughs> yeah. And that's we the do. news for the week. All right, rapid fire. Who wants to go first? Um, I will. I've got some refurbishments for mine. Okay, go ahead. Um, since I mentioned the cupola earlier in Wayne's you, story, you, you stole your own. You stole your own rapid fire. <laughs> I stole my own <laughs> rapid fire. Okay. Um, I was just doing some checking today, and I found out a couple things we hadn't heard of, um, or maybe I just hadn't heard of. Um, as we know, this coming, this current week that we're in, Haunted Mansion Space Man is down. That's till the fifteenth until. 
um, Halloween time starts on the 16th of September. And they're being prepped for Haunted Mansion Holiday and Ghost Galaxy. Now, as far as the Haunted Mansion goes, they're getting pretty close. I was there today, and Jack's up on all the posts and everything. And um, they've even got the Halloween um, little vignettes um, with Mickey and Minnie and Goofy and Pluto all set up in the tram area. Like, but that's pretty much the only Halloween decorations I've seen so far. Um, let's see, Paradise Pier, California Screaming is closed from now until October 14th, and nearby there, the Boudin Bakery is going down si- September 16th to the 24th for just routine. Um, the other one I really didn't know about was Pirates in the Blue Bayou are closed from now until November 23rd. And if you're looking to smoke in California Adventure, that smoking section's been moved to behind Grizzly River Run between the San Francisco bathrooms and the snow fence. Um, and it is open during all park hours except for during World of Color shows. They close it during World of Color shows. So there you go. I'm looking at the WW Info website with the rehabs. There's a couple other ones. Uh, it's a Small World conversion over for Christmas is from October 24th through the 10th of November. And also around that same time period, it's tough to be a bug is closed. And then here's a weird one. Redwood Creek Challenge Trail is going under refurbishment from most of October, which makes no sense to me. Yeah, they maybe just, they're going to replace. Maybe they'll, they're going to replace some of the, um, you know, the play areas, the rubber matting or something. I don't know. But they just they just did it. We're down. They just replaced it, or did well, they no, just I mean, put they all were, the signs up? Yeah, but yeah. why didn't they do that all at the same time? Oh, maybe they're just going to give it a good old once over and make sure those fire towers aren't coming down anytime soon. But remember, Tom, oh, that we saw some. We did see some of the old, the old character, the old theming still there yeah. that they just finished. So. Fun. But, of course, they could have just spent a couple more weeks and finished the job right the first time. Yeah. But, Why would they do that? Yeah. Because then we wouldn't have anything to talk about. Any other ones I didn't mention? Nope, that's it. Yoki dokie. Uh, who wants to go next, Wayne? Sure. At the D23 Expo a couple of weeks ago, we saw a preview of the statue of Walt Disney and Mickey Mouse that will appear in Disney California Adventure on the new Buena Vista Street when it officially opens next summer. This statue is similar to the partner statue that appears in Disneyland and Disney World's Magic Kingdom. But this statue shows a younger Walt Disney as he would have looked in 1923 when he first arrived in California and the early form of Mickey Mouse. Imagineers announced that the name of the new statue is going to be called Storytellers. The Storyteller statue will be located on the ground, not on a pedestal or in a planter. Imagineers wanted the statue to be accessible to guests. Walt is standing, wearing his early style hat, and holds his coat over his shoulder. He's leaning on his upright footlocker, and Mickey who is also carrying a travel bag, is standing on top of the footlocker next to Walt. While Mickey didn't appear in films until after Walt's arrival in Los Angeles, the story is that Walt actually created Mickey on the train during the trip out from Kansas. The storyteller's statue in California Adventure complements, or as the Imagineers say, it bookends, the partner's statue in Disneyland. Partners shows a more mature Walt and Mickey who were already successful from their creations. Storytellers shows Walt at a time when nobody knew who he was. But you can see from this one person that something great is going to happen. The maquette of the Storytellers statue that we saw at the D23 Expo will be displayed in the Blue Sky Cellar at Disney California Adventure. Cool. That's a really cool looking. Did you get Did you get to look at it at the expo wing? Yeah, I sure did. I think it's going to be a really great addition to the new uh, hub area over at uh, DCA. Yep, excellent. I'm assuming it's going to be life size. Yes, that's good. That'll make it easier for folks who want to take pictures um, around it and everything. So, did they, are they did like take his frozen head and compare <laughs> it to that? Sorry. 
All right, my turn. You know, that might be a story for another uh, October show, wouldn't sure, it? There you go. All right, my turn. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Hey, man, I'm all for plugging the future shows. we got to keep people listening. You're all for plugging. You plug everything. I'm just hey. saying. There's nothing wrong with it. We need somebody who likes to plug things, but you are I, – I didn't mean it that way. I didn't mean it that way. No, I didn't. I didn't mean it that way. Okay, go ahead. I didn't. All right, my turn. Tony Award winner Carol Channing will appear will appear with author Eddie Shapiro at 6.30 on Sunday, October 2nd at the Grand Californian Hotel. The event, which will benefit the Dr. Carol Channing and Harry Collegian Foundation for the Arts, is in conjunction with the 14th Annual Gay Days at Disneyland to be held September 30th through October 2nd. For more information, visit GayDaysAnaheim.com. That's well, you said, so perfect. You said Dr. Carol Channing. I did. She, She's a doctor? Of something. I wonder okay, if it's so one of those honorary doctorships. Could be. Yeah, but if you call yourself a foundation with doctor in front, I want to see a, a legit. I'm just saying. She could be a PhD. Yeah. She could? I want to know what she's Gene Simmons in. is a PhD. Really? <laughs> yeah. No. He is. He has degrees in education. He's a, he's a doctorate in education. Wow. My mom took a seminar uh, with him once upon a time. My mom was a teacher, too. All right. <laughs> Is that what she called it? I'm going to take a seminar, air quotes. No, actually, he did. He- I'm sure, I've heard he took a lot of seminars with a lot of ladies back in the day. <laughs> Thank you for insulting my dead mom. Or I should say, Jesus. thank you for saying my dead mother slept with Gene Simmons. You, I'm just, I'm just Gene Simmons, and it's. I know he has a reputation, but now I'm going to look for his scholarly works in journals. Yeah, apparently he spoke at an education seminar that (laughs) – go figure. The man's a genius, a freaking genius. I agree because I'm a big fan of of hair metal and all that stuff, but wow, I didn't know he had a PhD. Yeah, I think it's psychology and and education. Okay. I'm learning a lot. You know so much, Nancy – how you know this? I don't know. And I'm. I used to. Make, I am a you think, I used to think you didn't know all this stuff. I'm starting to realize you do actually know all this stuff. <laughs> well, you know, I'm older than all all you guys except for Wayne. <laughs> so, okay. I've kind of lived a very exciting and interesting life, and it's left me with weird trivia facts, <laughs> such as seminars with Gene Simmons. I'm also singing a choir once with Vincent Price, but that's beside the point. That's for the October show. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. Okay, Tony, my turn. It's your turn. There's a new dining experience at the House of Blues in downtown Disney. Crossroads at House of Blues features a new menu created by celebrity chef Aaron Sanchez. Because I know he says it that way. Yes, see, look, Nancy's all proud of me for not for saying it the right way. The, uh, no, he's a, really good, over he's a really good chef. No, I know. I've watched him on Food Network doing those. Yeah, uh, with, yeah and all that stuff. Um, who, and back to Aaron, who incorporates <laughs> flavors from all over the world to create new signature dishes like shrimp and grits, short rib meatball sliders, hand-stretched grilled flatbreads. Oh, flat God, bread, no flatbreads. Love flatbreads. No craisins in it, though. Um, chili braised short ribs and street tacos. House of Blue's favorites like jambalaya will remain on the menu alongside updated versions of guest favorites like cornbread, pulled pork sandwiches, and signature burgers. Downtown Disney, District, <laughs> Downtown Disney District guests can enjoy lunch and dinner seven days a week at Crossroads at House of Blues and breakfast Monday through Friday, and I'm going to have to try this new menu out and check out Aaron's flavors. <laughs> I'm going to have a seminar with Aaron Sanchez. <laughs> We're a little punchy today, aren't we? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. How do we get out of this? Uh, uh, let's start talking. I, th- I, think that's, I think Rapid Fire is done. I think Rapid Fire is overdone. <laughs> All right. Our first topic this week is Halloween time at the Disneyland Resort, which starts, uh, let's see, our show goes up on Thursday, and Halloween time starts Friday. Our shows in October, we're going to cover some of the things in detail, but we wanted to give you a little preview and talk about some of the other things that are going on that we won't be able to talk in, talk about in detail 
in those upcoming shows. So let's get started. Let's talk about, we talked about Duffy. Let's talk about some of the other character experiences that, gonna, that are going to be going on. Did you hear about Halloween the new ones? I, I know. did, but you mean Duffy? No, the stormtroopers in Tomorrowland. Well, that's you mean, that's, that's I mean, a Duffy stormtrooper. No, that I, would be I'm awesome. talking more about. Oh my god, wouldn't it though? Dark, no, dark, dark. Well, no, that's so that's actually at the Halloween party. I'm talking about normal, normal for normal guests. Oh, okay. Um, they'll guests. have they'll have as 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 usual. They have the characters dressed in costume in town square, mm-hmm. along with Duffy, and then of course our favorite villains. We'll be over at It's a Small World, up on that little... On the dot, on the little... Pl- where the queue goes yeah, the for the holidays. Wow. Oh, we oh, should also yeah. remind people who are going to Halloween time, if you want to go to the Haunted Mansion, a good touring guide um, to see Haunted Mansion Holiday and go- Space Mountain Ghost Galaxy, pick which one you want to see first and get your Fast Pass very early in the day. Because fast passes will be out by probably about noon on those. Okay, so let's talk about those. We have Space Mountain Ghost Galaxy overlay for Space Mountain, and they dub in new music and have uh, they've added some screens in there. Have you, has anybody else wrote, written that? Yeah, I've written yes. it. What in fact, your... we uh, have an old blog about it where we talk. Oh about no, it. we don't. Come on. Yes, we do. Okay. Um, you taught, you were on that blog for part of it, so I, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> my, opinion, <laughs> interview- my, my opinion still hasn't changed, I don't think. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Let's see if they do anything different with it this year. Maybe yeah. they'll have mixed it up a little bit. Wayne, did you get a chance to write that too? Yeah, I did. Um, the first year it was out, I was I was not that impressed. I think I was overly expecting something a little better than what it was. Yeah. The second year, last year, um, I, I kind of warmed up a little bit to it, especially the effects that go on outside the mountain. Um, the projections that they do on the outside structure and the music that goes along with it really is kind of impressive. Um, it's, it's a very different – it's along the lines of what they've been trying to do at the um, – Cinderella Castle in Florida and also out at uh, Small World this past year with uh, the one show that they're doing, which which shows all the park guests, Um, with doing projections on the building itself. That's pretty cool. As far as on the inside, um, jury's still out for me on that one. I know lots of people really love it, and some actually get scared at the projections on the inside. It just doesn't do that much for me. I like it. You can tell their video screens. That's my only big thing. You can tell their video screens. You can really. If it it weren't my favorite ride, I might have a different opinion. I I agree with that. Okay, I'm going to disagree because it is my favorite ride, but I just like. The idea that they mix it up a little bit, so for a couple months I can have a different experience and then go back yeah. to the other one. I'm just saying, I just like, that's one of the things I like about, not to get into this big global discussion of Disney World and Disneyland, but I like how that ride can change, how they, out here they do a lot of overlays and things like that to get it to change. I just, I'm not saying it's the greatest thing. Here I'm backpedaling. Well, but, um, I think people are just more. Ex- I think people are more accepting of that here at Disneyland than the Walt Disney World tourists. And I certainly well, I just, like the overlays. Uh, the one that they did several years ago, which was the Rock and Space Mountain, I oh, thought that was great. I wish they'd bring I that back. That was, I know, that was so good. Better writing campaign, folks. <laughs> and I, I, I think that's why I was a little disappointed in Ghost Galaxy, is I was expecting the level of effects that I saw in Rock and Space Mountain to be carried through in Ghost Galaxy, and they just weren't there. And to be honest, I might be getting those all of the overlays mixed together. So in my mind, it's the greatest overlay ever because I've got three overlays pri- smashed into one. I'm probably thinking Red Hot Chili Peppers are singing as ghosts are coming and getting me. Like See, that, that, would cool. that would be there wonderful. There we go. Okay. Well, you let's know, some of their videos, they look pretty darn scary. <laughs> so, so if I may, why don't we segue over to what is possibly the best <laughs> overlay in the entire Disney environment. The best ride, the one that actually should be released, it's its own year-round standalone attraction, the Haunted Mansion Holiday. Woohoo! 
Love it. Like I said earlier in the show, it, they're really ramping up for it. Um, they just have to do a few more details inside the house. And how, how many years is that now? Do you know, Wayne? It's gone back. Let's see. The soundtrack I have, I think, was 2004. So it's at least that old. Yeah. It's it's so successful. And like I said, get your fast passes early for it. Lines during the holidays can go up to three hours. And, and although three hours is quite a bit excessive, this is one that I actually don't mind standing in line for because you get to hear that great music box music on mm-hmm. the outside and at nighttime when you can see the ghosts walking around on the third floor and that music is playing. Oh, it's so wonderfully creepy. And what's really interesting is it's made famous Disney characters that weren't as famous before the ride, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, I love that ride, and I don't like. To, I haven't even after seen the movie, but I love the that Oogie Boogie character. Like, I just love, I love everything about. See, that and ride. I was a huge fan of, of that movie when it came out to begin with, before it was hip and popular. And you know, that was a big geek out thing for me, seeing little figurines on display down in Florida when they finished up with the movie, and so. So, yeah, this is – it's so cool to see how they do it because, you know, everybody – I hate to go back to the Florida thing, but everybody, you know, in Florida, they, they want their haunted mansion pure. But how they remove things and how they put things in for this particular overlay is phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. The colors pop, the way they put – the, the way they tie some of the existing structures, like the guy pushing the coffin up into the Haunted Mansion thing, that the whole knocking door hallway, is that's one of my favorite parts, is the whole haunted door knocking door hallway. For me, it starts even in the stretching room. I mean, this is so oh, yeah. much more than an overlay. This is a complete retheming that just happens to use the structure. That opening stretching room with the way okay, the, right. the stained glass windows break apart and that that unbelievably creepy soundtrack that's it, that's it. with the it's wonderful. It's just wonderful. It's it's one of the one of the places where your smallest kids might actually get scared. Okay. My children don't like the haunted mansion. They're six and four and a half, my two girls. And they will both willingly and excitedly um, go on Haunted Mansion holiday. And, in fact, they started really liking the movie after that. Um, Zoe, you should have seen her face light up today when we walked by it. She was just like, really? (laughs) The soundtrack inside is amazing. How they were able to take a completely different theme song and mix in some of the remnants of the Grim Grinning Ghosts in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. It's just brilliant. It is just wonderful. Did Danny Elfman work on the, do we know, did Danny Elfman actually work on the soundtrack for the, uh, for the Haunted Mansion experience I to blend everything? I have not heard that. I have not heard that. Because, I mean, it's that. all Danny Elfman's music, so I wouldn't be surprised if he at least, you know, had a supervisory role in that. It, it just blends too well. You know what I mean? It blends well enough that it's obvious that someone who had a hand in the original soundtrack helped to make it work. Does that make sense? What's, ama- What's amazing to me is that in that short of time, it's an entirely different ride that I would ride, like Wayne had said earlier, separately. If you had a regular Haunted Mansion, and then this is a separate ride, I'm just amazed and blown away that something that's done that quickly can be that different of an experience and that much fun and that great. I just That blows me away every time I go on that thing. I can't get enough of it. I, I, it's, it's definitely the last thing I ride every night that I'm there whenever, whenever it's running. It's the perfect way to end the evening. Well, and I know we're all looking forward to seeing what, uh, what surprises Chef Jean-Marc has for us with the gingerbread house this year. So we'll, we'll talk more about that on our, hell, our special Halloween show if we do one. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, we'll probably talk about these rides in a couple weeks after we've had a chance to, to, Experience, experience them again and see what changes 
yep. are, are going on. Let's talk about the, the Halloween party for a second. A lot of us are going to go to the party, as we will, we'll be able to give you a, a play-by-play. But let's just talk a little bit about how the party works. Um, we got, what, ten nights in starting September 30th. Mm-hmm. Which is when we're all going. Uh-huh. Can we say that? Come see if you see us in the park. Pin and you're not, lanyard. You're not going to win anything. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> you won't. You won't be able to find me because I'll be dressed as Duffy. So <laughs> you won't know. You won't know that it's me. Uh, and this is a hard ticket event. You you can't get in if if you don't have a ticket. They'll kick you out at seven or six o'clock. Um, and this is the only place you'll be able to see Halloween screams. Fireworks Spectacular, which will play at, play at 9.30 each night. So awesome. Is it? Oh, my God. It is. It is the it is. coolest fireworks ever. The music is wonderful. The effects are amazing. They do stuff in this show that they do no other time of the year. I actually am disappointed that they don't show this outside of the Halloween events. I know it was creating quite a congestion problem with everybody coming in just to see this Halloween show. I think it was worth it. I think it, it, I, I would have loved them to go ahead and run Halloween Scream for all nights through October. Mm-hmm. Agreed. But, but I guess they're not going to, are they? they they've already decided no. it's yeah, still just going to be for the party. Yep. You know, and it's, I can see why they're doing it just for the party, for the simple fact that that looks like an expensive show to run. I mean, when you consider the costs of running Fantasmic and running some of the other fireworks shows, that, this is a pretty amazing experience. And like Wayne said, they were having problems with congestion. The park was having really bad issues and, you know, nobody wants that kind of experience when they're just there for the day. Nobody wants to leave on that sour of a note with that much crowding. All right. Let's talk about some new things. Uh, you alluded to it earlier, Nancy. Stormtroopers in Tomorrowland. And who else? Who else? Who else? Ooh, Phineas and Ferb. Woohoo! Yeah. That's cool. Phineas and Ferb are going to be at the, I guess it's going to be around for October, the Carnation Plaza Gardens. So that's going to be pretty cool. They've they've never been in Disneyland before, so they'll, they'll probably have their ears on or something. You know, I think it'll be interesting. Actually, where did I see artwork today with Phineas and Ferb in Halloween costumes? Oh, neat. Okay. Well, I'm sure all all the characters will be in Halloween costumes, right? I know. I, it was the coolest art, and I totally wish I would have taken a picture of it. Um, speaking of, there is a costume cavalcade, their version of the parade on 8.30 and, t- 8.30 and 10.30 each night. Now, if you're Walt Disney World regulars, um, it is not nearly as extensive as the Walt Disney World um, Nikki's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party Parade. We don't have that kind of space to do the things like the ghost whipping, or the, the whoever, who is it that whips the chains? Well, wait, well, huh? I, I, wait, okay. what? Whips and chains? They what? You woke Tony up. What? Yeah, what? <laughs> No, they have this one segment in the um, in the Halloween parade in Florida where they have these guys actually dance thing. You know, they're like ghouls with chains or something like that, and they have them dancing and they actually slap the ground with the chains. Wow, that's good um, in the thing, and you have to have a much wider street than we have for that kind of choreography. So it's, the it's not near diggers, as fancy. Isn't it? Yeah, the great. Okay, I mean it's the Grave Diggers. I it's been forever since I've seen that. Zoe was Lily was only like six months old. No, eight months old when we saw it. So, um, what else goes on at the party? Uh, dance parties. Woohoo! And those are at Tomorrowland Terrace and I think Rancho del Zocalo's the where they're gonna yep. have a pirate party. And that sounds really fun. We got to hit those this year because Wayne and I didn't hit the dance parties last. You didn't year. hit the dance parties. We saw Ooh. them. Like we saw the Jack Skellington one where mm-hmm. he and Sally were getting down at um, at the French Market. Okay. Um, There's but no mention I of that this year. I, I know. I'm kind of confused. Yeah. 
That's actually a good point to bring up this early as folks are planning to go to the parties. Of course, it's very um, easy to get sucked in by the trick-or-treat trails. And as as Teresa and I can attest, you sure can get quite a sackful if you just keep going back and back and back and back. We had, Wayne and I had so many things of candy, it was crazy. Just crazy. And yet, if you do that, you're going to run out of time. If you do that, you're going to run out of time. You're, um, you're, you're not going to see everything that there is during the party if you spend 100% of your time in line trying to get candy. And I think that's what happened to us is in our effort to try and see everything, we wound up not seeing everything. So is this one of the times when you actually need to plan a Disneyland vacation? I think at least when you're at the party, take a look at your map, get an idea for the kinds of shows, events, and attractions that you want to see, and definitely budget your time. If there is something that's time-sensitive that you you want to take in, make sure you allow enough time to get to it. Uh, One thing I saw is towards the end of the evenings, the crowds really thinned out so that by the time... Late in the party was occurring. The trick-or-treat lines were down, but the shows and stuff were were all over at that point. One thing we learned last year, which I would highly recommend, if the Mickey's... The fireworks are between the two Mickey's costume party cavalcades. Isn't that right, Wayne? Yes, that's correct. So after you see... The first costume cavalcade, leave the hub. That's a really great time to weasel into the hub to get your spot for um, get your spot for the fireworks. Because we had an excellent position last year because of that. Another thing that I like to add that we went when we went last year, my wife, my son, and I, we went on a school night because we're AP and we're going to save some money, and you get tired, like. You worked all day, and your kid went to school all day, and did everything. And then, if you're trying to, you know, say you're you've 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 been doing whatever you've done all day, we were tired by the end, and we would have liked, with the amount of money we spent on the ticket, to have the stamina to stay the whole time and see everything. But when you're with kids, the yeah. goal is to get the trick or treating. So, I I'm interested this year to kind of like you guys said, plan it and think about it before I just. Because last year I think it was our it was our first time I think yeah and we went and kind of just oh started following lines for candy wishing that we would have seen all the other things so kind of just to add piggyback on what you guys were saying since we'll have all the kids with us this year we should uh, we should manage to try and avoid as many I, I know my husband would be thrilled if we avoided half of the trick or treat line I think we'll just leave Andrew and West in charge of the girls and we'll go on rides and they can go trick or treat yeah. Oh, no, West they'll go trick or treat for us, <laughs> and then we'll take the candy from them. There you go. Uh, one last thing on the party before we before we bury that. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a there's a quote on the on the from the show director on the Disney Parks blog that says party guests will be able to explore areas of the park that they haven't had a chance to explore before. And I'm just curious as to what that is going to be. Any any ideas? I don't know. Maybe. To- you think maybe the Toontown's never open at night? Do you think maybe they can't? The fireworks they can't. That's yeah. right. Mm. The only I don't other know. The thing is the uh, the the um, the stage area behind Big Thunder. Maybe. Well, because the fest- yeah. festival arena. Yeah. We'll we'll find out. All right. Yeah. And Let- speaking of Big Thunder. For anybody who's going any day during the Halloween time period is do not miss Big Thunder Ranch and how they convert the whole thing, including the log cabin, um, into a really fun Halloween area. I mean, even the little goats are all dressed are dressed up with little Halloween-themed bandanas around their necks. But it's really cool. And, you, and don't miss going into the log cabin because the log cabin's really done up nicely. Cool. Another, another thing they do decoration-wise is outside Rancho del Zocalo, the Dia, Dia de los Muertes. How could I ever forget? We spend all that time there every year with the free face painting. They have four designs. They, um, 
It's so cute. They have four little um, skeleton designs. For people who don't know what Dia de los Muertes is, it's and my Spanish isn't the world's greatest, it's Day of the but Dead. it's celebrating Day of the Dead. And in Mexican families, um, they oftentimes set up a little um, a little table in the home with pictures of loved ones that have gone on, and they have special foods, little sugar skulls. Not only is this area just kind of cool to go into, but it's educational, too. They actually put up a thing that tells you all about what you're seeing and doing. And then, like I said, little um, skeleton face painting. And they have some beautiful, large skeleton puppets. And it's really something not to be missed, also. And and how that relates is Day of the Dead is actually uh, November 1st. So it's the same time of year. All same day for Halloween. So if you... Did we miss anything? Anybody want to talk about the decorations on Main Street? Any of the decorations oh my God. that are going on? For pumpkins, people, pumpkins, pumpkins. Yeah, there are. <laughs> one of the one Orange. of the things I like to do, and I don't know about you guys, is I'll actually take my camera and just go up and down Main Street and take lots of pictures of the pumpkins because they're all a little different, and they're definitely a source of great ideas that you can use when decorating your own pumpkins at home. Since California Adventure is going to be so heavily under construction, it looks like the candy cane, um, can't rather the candy corn farm yeah. isn't going to be around this yeah, year. Yeah, I, I, I was trying to think of where they could have any Halloween decorations at all, and they still have a little strip going back into Bugs Land where they have um, one of the Bugs figures out, so they could theoretically put a couple candy corns there if they wanted to. Okay. But who knows? Because that was always so cute with the the candy corns all over. That'll do it for our preview of Halloween time coming September 16th to Disneyland Resort. As the weeks go along till Halloween, we'll have some more Halloween coverage. We'll, of course, let you know about the rides and we'll talk about the party, among other things. Now we're going to head over to Tony. And a couple weeks ago, he went to a restaurant that I've never been to called Napa Rose. Today, he reviews another restaurant I've never been to that's totally opposite. Go ahead, Tony. Yes, Award Wieners. <laughs> and must I say, it was the greatest experience of my entire <laughs> No, okay, I'm not going to go to the Napa It's not Napa Rose, okay? It's Award Wieners. And I've got a bunch – I feel like a teacher, and I'm in the classroom, and I've got a bunch of – Fourth graders laughing because we keep saying award wieners, but that's the name. It's now, nice. who named yes. that thing? I don't know. But when I spoke with the chef, <laughs> just kidding, I didn't speak with the chef. Um, okay. You didn't eat at the chef's table? No, I didn't. But you know, that place always has the freaking line out into the street. Yes. There, she's ruined my review. That was going to be my big ta-da, but no. I'm just kidding. Um, okay. Th- okay, there's not a lot of choice. So I figured, how can I make this... Award winners review a little different. They have <laughs> wow. Sorry. No, that's okay. There's five, five sausages. You guys give me the number, and then that's the. And I we tried them all. We uh, went with my wife's family, so we all got to try the different award winning award winners. So I'm gonna go. Tom, give me a number from one to five, and three. then I'll tell you number three. The Sicilian sausage. Okay. You will notice that I am not laughing nor teasing. I want that recorded. <laughs> okay. Any inappropriate comments can be sent for Nancy, Nancy at wdwinfo.com. Yes. Okay. It is served with chips or apple slices, which all of them are served with. But I do have to say that, first of all, one thing I've always gone against at Disneyland is the uh, – now I can't even say it. Are the buns and the the rolls for this uh, for all of their hot dogs were really good. So um the Ital- the Sicilian comes with it's a mild Italian sausage topped with pizza sauce and mozzarella cheese, served with chips or sliced apples. It's seven bucks, six ninety nine. Now, um, now is that a hot dog or a sausage? It's a sausage. It's, it's a sausage. Okay. Um, it was okay. Nothing special. It was okay. Messy. I mean, to be honest. <laughs> Messy, no, it was... No, I'm just saying the pizza well, sauce. Put pizza and... sauce on it, yeah. You no, but it's not like in a bun, it's kind of in a roll like a sandwich. Okay, cool. I mean, it was decent. It was a decent Italian Did sausage. Did they, like, cut it in half and then... No, it's, um... Okay. 
basically like a sausage in a roll. But the roll was good. I was afraid everything was going to be on a wheat bun because, you know, I have my issues with the wheat buns. And, no, the roll was good. It was decent. Nothing special. It's an Italian sausage chopped with pizza sauce and mozzarella cheese. Okay, that's the number three. Who wants to give me – Wayne, I'm going to include you. Give me a number, one, two, four, or five. You know, and I have a couple of favorites there, so let me go with number two. Oh, is this is number two one of your favorites? I don't know. Tell me. Oh, you know. okay. Number two is the barbecue hot link. That this is, is one, one of, of them. I'm with you. I really like this one. This is a classic hot link, and it's served with grilled onions and barbecue sauce, and again, served with chips or okay. apple slices. Go ahead. Tell the people who don't know the lingo for hot dog terms what how a hot link differs from a hot dog or a sausage. It's hot. Spicy. It's spicy. So is it a spicy hot dog or is it more of a sausage? Wayne, help me out with this one. I think it's 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 more of a sausage, but not like an Italian sausage or a bratwurst. It's a fine course. What's the fine... I can't. Well, because we all know what the texture of hot dogs is, and that's all that. Kind no, of- a hot link is a... It's a sausage. Who doesn't know what a hot link is, Nancy? I'm I sorry. actually have never eaten a hot link. People know what hot links are. Oh, my God. That sounded so bad. <laughs> I didn't... No, that's you, Nancy. Anyways, no. If you go to the grocery store, you can ask for hot links, and you can get a hot link. I really like this one. It's got the barbecue sauce is sweet, the grilled onions were good, and the sausage itself was really good. And it, it, I didn't spicy think it was spicy one to too, ten. But spicy is subjective because as if you remember from some of the other reviews where um, Tom and I differed on that pasta right. at pizza and pasta, I thought that was too spicy. He didn't. As someone who's kind of a wimp with spice, I didn't think this was too spicy. Wayne, okay. what about you? Do you remember? It's spicier. It wasn't over the top. You know how you go to some like county fairs or the state fair and you'll get some of the local stuff that really knocks it out of the park, spice and flavor temperature wise. Disney dials it back and these are quite reasonable. Okay. Because yeah, I'm a I spice man, so. No, I agree. I don't think it's too spicy. It, and it, it was, I thought it was really good and it was, well, it was, it's a good sausage. And okay, I won't be afraid of it next time, then. You will not be afraid of this sausage, Nancy. No, you will not. Okay. Come on, Tom. You wanted to laugh, and you held it back. Okay. We now have number one. Oh, I gotta PP. I've got to pay attention. A number one, a number four, and a number five left. Somebody's got to pick, Nancy. Pick five. Number five. Give me a five. Five. Okay. Sorry, Nancy. You got the hot dog combo. Nothing exciting. Oh, premium, man. Yeah. Premium grilled hot dog. I disagree with it being a grilled hot dog. Steam. It's a hot dog. Yeah. yeah, it's steamed. I didn't see any grill marks. It, is, just... It's probably done on one of those little roller things that doesn't put the grill marks on it. Yeah, but I want to see some... They're rolling back and forth. Yeah, i got to be careful. I, I would have liked to see more marks on the grilled hot dog. Improving that. Well, yeah, especially if you're saying it's grilled. Go ahead, Wayne. But don't sell this one short, because late at night, when all the other food service places are starting to close down and it's starting to get a little tough to get a quick snack or a late dinner this is actually a really good alternative and it's fairly simple i get this one frequently okay now are those beef or 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 turkey dogs did it say i it doesn't say it didn't say but you know you could research it and do a blog on it just an idea. Isn't that your food job? <laughs> I'm trying. No, we're trying to expand so people. Oh, okay. I could. Yes, I could. You could do the different kinds of hot dogs and what they're okay. the ingredients. <laughs> oh, God, we don't want an expose on what's in the hot dogs. Yes, we do. Oh, you're right. Actually, we don't. Well, no, no but I mean that's important for especially people who don't eat pork. Yeah. To that's know true. whether it's a chicken dog or a because okay. like the, the corn dogs are chicken dogs. Yeah. It's not. It's not on the menu. Okay. Way. Okay. So now that we've we've only got two left, I'm gonna go. Number one was the chili cheese dog, and it's a premium grilled hot dog topped with chili, Monterey Jack and cheddar cheese, served with sliced apples or chips. To me, it was a chili cheese dog. It was good. It wasn't great. It wasn't like the barbecue hot link where I would go back just to get that. Me personally, the other things. How does how, do, how does it compare to the chili dog over, across the way? At um, Carnation, or not Carnation, at Coke Coke Corner. I 
cannot compare the two. I was going to say, I think it's the same one. I think okay. it's the same same okay. menu item. Okay. I don't eat chili dogs, so. See, Wayne is so awesome. He's pretty, he protected me from that horrible, like, I'm going to... I'm a horrible reviewer because I didn't know the other chili cheese dog. Thank you, Wayne, for helping me out there. Well, if you don't eat chili cheese dogs and you've never eaten at that place, well. Okay, now, number four, surprisingly, was, I'm going to say my second favorite after the barbecued hot link, and it was the hot dog list hot dog, the portobello mushroom Philly. It's grilled portobello, grilled portobello mushroom, onions, and bell peppers sautéed in Amber lager topped with pepper jacks, cheese. Mm. I, I I'm, okay, it's not a sounds, hot dog. Sounds good except for the mushrooms. No, it was, but that's what you you needed. The, you needed the, the the texture and the whole. You know how everybody replaces meat with a portobello mushroom. Yeah, that was really good. That was actually my second favorite after the barbecue hot link. And I'm a I'm a person who likes to not let's let me say it correctly. I do so I don't get in trouble. I do not normally partake in the vegetarian food and i'd like things i'm a carnivore but i like this as my second favorite thing there it was it was i thought it was really good and so people that are vegetarians or people that do not want to eat a hot dog i would i would recommend that one wayne have you tried that or no no i haven't tried that one and i've wanted to because it actually sounds like a nice little alternative and something different and that was one of the things i was going to add is this is one of those places like so many other places around the whole resort area where you can get something really unique and really different and one of the fun things that i like to do food wise is to try all these different new things stuff that you haven't normally tried before that's why i've tried a whole lot of these other different kinds of things and that one's still on my list to be tried and what helped us was we went with a big group and so we all basically sliced up little slices and had like you know what let's call it uh, award wieners tapas <laughs> we each tried <laughs> there we, each we tried, go oh. no we tried little and it was good it was enjoyable that way to try all the different things instead of just getting the the like wayne said just the the, the regular old hot dog or the I only like this, so I'm only going to get the barbecue. So you got to try things, and I would have never, if I wasn't reviewing it, try, ever, ever, ever gotten that portobello one. But now I would. So. Hey Tony, what do they have for kids? And you well, know, it is. Those are kind of some of those are kind of fancy for little ones. Yeah, there is. Um, it's award wieners, so it's a kid's turkey dog, and it's served with sliced apples and a choice of milk, juice, or water. Chips and soda available upon request. So, so people f- afraid of mystery meat know they can go to the kid's dog for a turkey dog. <laughs> if, assuming that has less mystery. <laughs> I mean, I guess well, it's... Well, at least it's mystery feathers, turkey yeah. parts as opposed to mystery pig parts. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're going there, you're basically getting a hot dog. I mean, or a sausage of some type. You're not going to... Unless you get that portobello uh, mushroom thing. So you just know that going in that there's not a variety of options... You're getting a hot dog, and then if you don't want to have meat, you're getting the portobello, and that's that's it. And they also have beer. They have Hefeweizen, which is the only beer I really like because I'm kind of a beer snob because I think beer is bitter, but not Hefeweizen. But I don't have- know what I don't know what brand it is, and my guess is it's Widmere because isn't that what's around the yeah? Or or Distel Artois make a Hefeweizen? I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. Or so, is it uh, the Carl, just Carl Strauss? Oh, it's probably the Carl Strauss. Oh, um, we got to go back. Disney. Nope, it's, it's going to go back. Beer and dogs, man. Yeah. Great American go. food. And one thing that they, they're, Nancy alluded to is their line. I, I really didn't like the way they do the lines, not to get into the minutia of this place, but it's right out on the sidewalk, quote unquote, and you just kind of get shoved out as people are walking by. That was actually an issue when we were there because it wasn't cordoned off, so you didn't know which line you were in. And so that's something I, I – that's well, just the well, way it is. Well, at least they've added some tables. No, and they have a really nice seating, seating area over there between them and it backs up to the Muppet. Muppet Vision 3D. Thank you, the Muppet Vision 3D. So, yeah, they have a really nice seating area in there, which is kind of neat and it's kind of hidden. I just wish they could do something with the lines. But since I'm a – Guy that likes hot dogs. 
don't record that. Um, <laughs> but, no. <laughs> um, but no, since I'm someone who likes Italian sausages and all that stuff, I really like, I like that there's a place that just specializes in it. And only thing is it'd be nice if they had a bratwurst. Yeah, that would add a, a bratwurst with sauerkraut. Yes, I agree. They, I, I, I expected that to be one of the five, actually. No, but it's, yeah, it's not. So let's see if we can get them to get on that. But, there um, aren't enough they, Germans here. And, and they absolutely could add that because they have that up at uh, um, Fantasyland, almost a Toontown in the... Troubadour Tavern? Fa- yeah, yes, there. One yes. that Tony likes so much on the pretzel bread, right? Exactly. So and just it's bring excellent. it over. It's excellent. So if you're interested in getting a hot dog or an Italian sausage sandwich or a hot link or even the Portobello vegetarian sandwich, I'd say go over to Award Wieners and give it a try. So there, there's my quote-unquote review of Award Wieners. And you guys did a good job near the end. You finally got all the laughs and giggles out. We and once we got into the of, serious, the third grade, and, yeah. yes, and we got into the seriousness of the gourmet and the ingredients, the gourmet of, dog experience. Yes, of the hot dog and the, yeah. So, well, thank you for that, Tony. That'll do it for this edition of the Diz Unplugged Disneyland podcast. Thanks for listening. 